0: This is Sara Wayne. welcome, and welcome to, my podcast, to my podcast, where we talk, where we talk everything about everything, for you to live you your best life, and we have and a little have fun, too. fun, too, from talking from about, about business, marriage, parenthood, parenthood, parenthood money, health, 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 home decor, home decor, decor friendship, beauty, friendship, and, beauty, pop, culture. and pop, culture. pop culture. I'm a mother I'm to a mother three, three, a wife, a successful, successful business, owner, business owner, and I want to live I my highest my self. Follow along as we learn together. Grow, teach, because we only get to live one life life. Oh, and, oh. I and I promise to dig deeper. To dig deeper. And to ask and the, to tough, ask the questions. tough questions. This is, this the, Lime is the Lime Podcast. Oh my gosh, Candace, I'm so excited to have you back for part two. I'm so excited to be here. And like, I mean, our last talk, we really could have just kept talking. We talked for over an hour and I really was like, we have to have you back for part two. And I wanted to hit like all the hot topics. So we're just going to roll through all the hot topics. And if anyone okay. missed your first episode, they need to go back and listen to it. I should have looked at which number it was. Do you remember which number it was? It was in December, I think. So people can go yeah. back and listen to that one first and then circle back to this one if they want. Yeah. Um, I just love that you just for anyone that doesn't know you that you have just like immersed yourself in healthy living and you live it, you practice it, you research it and i like to get my information from people that do that. I obviously you're not a doctor, i'm not a doctor. We're just talking about the things that interest us yep. and are we consider hot topics in health and wellness right now. Um i was just listening to a podcast on um Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop podcast. A couple months ago and they were there was a woman on there that was talking about friendship and she just did all this research on friendship and wrote this book and did all this stuff and it was so interesting so i love when people just immerse themselves in something that they're interested in and do all this really their own research so that's really what you've done throughout the years and we're just going to hear what you think on all the things i'm
1: into it i love it yay so okay I- i'm so
0: excited Okay. So hot topic, number one, protein. I feel like the last couple of years, it's been all about protein. I, I also feel like we go through these phases. Like at one point it was, you know, low sugar and then it was no carbs. And, you know, there's always some hot topic, yeah. you know, hot word of the of that time. And the last five years it's been protein. And it gets confusing between animal protein, plant protein, and then there's the whey protein that they're adding into everything versus like a plant-based, like a pea protein. So what's your take on protein?
1: You know, I try not to follow fads and trends, and I know that it really ruffles people's feathers that are in the protein world. But um, to be completely honest with you, it doesn't really matter. The, The narrative just gets really strong at one period of time. And then we'll hop to another one. But I think what happens with people is they get really, it works for them. So they want to share it. And I think that that's amazing. But at the same time, not everybody works the same. Everybody's different. We all have our own works and the way our bodies work. It's really important. I'm not saying protein isn't important. It absolutely is. But we really overdo the idea of protein, protein. Like for me, I get most of my protein from my spirulina. Spirulina is actually 65% protein. Crazy. Okay. I
0: I only know what that is because I used to get this green smoothie in California and it had that in it. And I had to like <laughs> Google it to see what I was drinking. Right.
1: So it's like a powder that you add to things. Yeah. It's actually um, an algae. Mm. And the best kind that you can find that has uh, the best benefits, like it's got vitamin A, B, C, D, E in it. It has all your protein, all your minerals, all of your, uh, um, uh, macronutrients, everything in there. And you can get your daily allotment of protein through your cereal. Wow. So, um, do you think that it's true when they
0: say like, depending on your body mass, you should have X amount of, you know, protein grams or whatever. I've
1: tried all that. I'm just not really good at processing a lot of meat. Meat is very hard on my body. It just, I just don't, I Mm -hmm. I see people do it and I'm like, good for you if it works for you. But I feel like it ages you as well.
0: Mm. Your your
1: cells just don't do well with high protein diets. And um, for me, I just kind of, I really just follow with an intuition type lifestyle. So everything that I feel is right for me based off how my body reacts and my body feels. And I think that that's, one of the most important things that I can take with me when I teach people is that everybody is their own puzzle. Yeah. And you have to put your own pieces together. I can't tell you what's right for you and your composition. Now for men, I absolutely think men need more protein. They don't have monthly cycles like we do as women. They have daily cycles, a 24 hour cycle and their nutrients and the things that they need are way different than us. So, when it comes to protein, even my husband, my my husband gets most of his protein from spirulina too. Wow. And he works out and he lifts and he does all those things, you know. Yeah. I tell people I love I look at gorillas. Yeah. They're plant-based, they're beefy. <laughs> That's you so know funny. what I mean? And uh, you know, I just I just think it's another fad. And uh we're going through this this phase of learning how to be healthy individuals and that is very natural for us to go through these bad phases of trying to figure out what works because we're just all really confused at how to take care of ourselves. So I think the best thing is people just educating themselves on their own bodies, making sure, like I said, last time I was having a journal with them and being really, really detailed about how their body feels when they consume something mm. and not over consuming. I know people talk about, Oh, you need to get a bunch of food. In. I, okay. So here's the thing. My husband was trying to tell me you need to go on a high protein diet just so you know that it doesn't work for you. And I did for six months. Wow. I cut out a long time It is a long time. I did it right when I wasn't drinking coffee. So okay. I kind of. What's considered high protein diet? So anything just keeping your carbs extremely low and uh, about 150 grams of protein a day. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot. And I could, I, could I had never. to work my way up to that. I couldn't even stay on it for like a week. <laughs> I was so bloated. I was so, my yeah. acne came back. And oh, I really wow. wanted. It was so bad. I I wanted to try it because I needed to know for me that it wasn't right for me. Because you can't let anybody tell you, oh, you need to do this. And you know, my husband used to do that to me all the time. Yeah. Because I used to. I love my fruit, girl. I will eat fruit all the time. He's like, you're just you're putting on weight because of the fruit. The problem a is a lot you go of sugar. Everyone food.
0: loves to say a lot of sugar. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but think about it. When a baby's born, they they drink breast milk. Breast milk is not fat. It's literally 90% glucose. Yeah. Sugar. That's because our our cells need sugar in order to survive. They Mm. don't dehydrate. They don't shrink. They stay. So eliminating those types of carbohydrates is very detrimental to not only your aging, but your body's not getting the the nutrients that it needs in order for it to continue. And then what happens is your, your pancreas, your liver, this is why people become insulin resistant they don't have enough glucose storage. Mm -hmm. And that that is happening even more because we are on high protein diets.
0: Yeah, it's so interesting. I, I love that you mentioned that like animal protein is really hard for our bodies to digest because I've been saying that for years especially in America, we're pounding animal protein all day long. I mean, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and right. then a lot of it is processed crap, like bacon and deli meat and hot dogs and like of nitrates. I just can't. Yeah. I don't eat any of the processed stuff at all. Cause I just can't. And then I, the idea of having animal protein with every single meal is just too much for my body. At least I like to do yeah. it maybe once a day. I love getting,
1: which is ideal once a day is great for women. You don't need protein all day. Get your protein and other sources. I agree. Like Like, I love
0: my lentil, all different (laughs) like green lentil, yellow lentil, all the lentils, all the different beans, like black beans, red kidney beans. I'm with you. So I, yeah, I,
1: I know it'll ruffle feathers with people, but you just gotta, you just gotta go with what you know for yourself and uh, and not let people tell you you're doing it wrong, especially if you're a person that's very aware of themselves yeah, and what they okay. need in their body. You know, I mean, I really just want to put an emphasis on people just getting to know themselves, mm-hmm. yeah. really not that difficult. It doesn't, diets don't matter. And the one thing I want to point out is among all these diets, there's one common denominator with all of them. And that is getting rid of anything that has preservatives. Yeah. Anything that isn't natural. Yep. Like if you want to have meat, have meat, Right. Well, go into a local butcher, go somewhere where you trust these people. And the reason why people don't do that is because they're looking for a quick fix. They go to the grocery store. Back in the day, we didn't eat meat like that. Yeah. It wasn't so easily gotten, you know, yeah. we can go to the store and we get ground beef. We get steak, we get ribeyes, we get chicken and all these kinds of things. And which is great. But back in the day, we had one meal of protein yeah maybe yeah most of the time it was like potatoes or whatever I know and
0: also like a lot of the nut protein is gone because people have nut allergies now and they won't let us send it to school with our kids our school actually lets us but I know a lot of schools don't and it's such it's just weird I'm like people used to have pb and j's and I don't know I love my almond butter I have almond butter all the time yeah yeah. I love almond butter. I
1: love, uh, nut butters. Uh, I, I keep them pretty low because they're high in fat. And just, yeah. if you already have a hard time digesting stuff right now, like you become slightly insulin resistant or you're having issues with your liver or gallbladder or pancreas, which they all work together. So if you've got an issue with the liver, it's, your pancreas can't make enough insulin and then your gallbladder, it's just a whole symbiosis thing right there together. But, um, I would just tell people to lower your fat intake, not get rid of it. Just, just like find a balance within yourself. Like everybody has their own homeostasis, their own pH balance of where they come, come to. And that's like a part of the whole process of figuring out who you are and what works best for you. And we've all come from different lineages. Yeah. You know, we all come from places that like, I'm a lot, I have a lot of Irish. So for me, like carbohydrates is just my thing. Yeah. It's how my family survived in famines and, and it's just, how my body processes food. Yeah. And I think us coming to these fads where we just lump everybody up in the same thing is very detrimental to society because it's it comes in all facets and all forms. Yeah. It's not just food, it's it's how we go to the saunas. It's now you remember cold dips a year ago was like the new thing. Now everybody's talking crap on cold dips. I know. It's so it's true. Like, what in the hell? It's like, does cold dips work for you? What I know, I feel like it it's I also feel like, does it really like
0: people want to use it for fat loss? And I'm like, but wouldn't you put fat on if you're cold? Like, I don't get it. But I think it can have benefits in other ways. Yeah. I mean, I, I get,
1: I get the other benefits,
0: but yeah, I think it's, it's funny. All the fats.
1: I think it's a really good way. Um, for me, I used to take, uh, I used to have uh, pots, which is where you tachycardia where your heart raises to like 200 MPs. Mm. And you're not doing anything. Oh, we you are. literally are like running a marathon and you're just sitting there. You don't even, it, your body just runs like that. So I would get dizzy when I would stand up. And um, I I just, I learned so much about how the body works when it comes to um, what you need in your body in order to allow your system to cleanse itself. So, I mean, I think people need to just find their their path. And not lump it up with every little thing. I
0: know. I feel like we all want the quick answer and there, it just doesn't exist. Yeah. It doesn't.
1: (laughs) People are, you know, uh, to get on this topic a little bit and I have nothing against it. I think it's wonderful for those that need it. Yeah.
0: I was just literally Um,
1: about to say that. Yeah. You know, I see a lot of people deciding and I understand why people are doing it because most people now are insulin resistant. Let let my dog out real quick. Okay. Okay. So because of everybody being insulin resistant, people are looking for a way to not be because the amount of work you have to put into being on insulin resistant takes years.
0: Yeah. I've heard from a lot of people that have done it that as soon as they go off, they gain all the weight back. It's totally pointless in that sense, unless you want to like take it for the rest of your life, which obviously you don't want to do. And it has all these crazy side effects with linking to cancer and whatnot.
1: It's, it's- what happens. If, what happens? If you can't get it anymore. Yeah. That's what it. Happens if society all the crashes. Yeah. yeah. What it, it just, you don't want to rely on something that you can't get. If you don't need it, like yeah. don't use these things as There's so many things out there that people use as a quick fix. And then you have to reverse that on top of reversing insulin or on top of whatever it is that they've got Hashimoto's or they've got thyroid issues, whatever it is. Yeah. You're just piling crap. on. This
0: actually makes me think of something I didn't have on my list. A lot of people talk about metabolism. Like it changes as you get older, it gets slower. Is this a real thing? Is there
1: something we can do to boost that? Absolutely. Your metabolism doesn't doesn't like fade as you get older. What happens is your liver gets overloaded. Your liver is a filter system, okay? So what happens is, say you have an air filtration system in your home and you've got fur buddies in there and you never clean it. Yeah. You know, you don't get fresh air. You're getting poisoned air. So now your bloodstream through your liver and your gallbladder and your pancreas, it's not cleansing itself. So you get dirty blood. That's why you get dark circles under your eyes. Mm -hmm. Your blood is toxic. So if you don't take care of your liver and provide it with what it needs, which it needs mineral salts Mm -hmm. and you can get this trim of a bunch of different herbs and a bunch of different, you know, vegetables. um, There is no quick fix for that though, because you need to build your hydrochloric acid, which is in your stomach. And you can only do that with herbs. Mm. Because it allows there's there's salts that are inside herbs that we we don't we can't get from pharmaceuticals we can't get anywhere else so that's why I always tell tell people to do the spirulina because spirulina also has those mineral salts in it okay so we're but all, celery that's why yeah, oh my God, I do high dose spirulina all the time I do wow. like eight in the morning and eight at night. Oh, okay. Just, especially if you're sick, if you've been sick or if you're trying to build up your immune system, do give yourself two week programs. You can build your own programs, Yeah. build your own little programs where you're like, okay, two weeks, this is my regimen. I'm going to build up my immune system. My mm-hmm. immune system needs all these vitamins in order to function properly. Yeah. Well, spirulina has every single one of them.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm so, so excited about that. Okay. Yeah, another thing, um, sugar, I think, well, we touched on it a little bit with you eating a lot of fruit. A lot of people are like, don't eat fruit, a lot of sugar. I've Mm -hmm. even had someone say to me one time, why do you eat so much bell pepper? Bell pepper has so much sugar in it. And I'm like, if I I can't have green bell pepper, like shoot me now, because I don't know, there's nothing (laughs) healthy,
1: but obviously I have a very, oh, go ahead.
0: I was just going to say, but they obviously put sugar in so much of our food in America that it makes it hard when people want to eliminate sugar or go down on sugar it's everywhere and then obviously also naturally so then we're confused
1: you just have to be very mindful of what kind of sugar you're putting in your body just don't do anything that's in a box yeah don't do anything that's that's processed any if it if, if it comes from a tree eat it
0: yeah so it's you okay.
1: don't limit sugar as long as it's no. natural i eat tons of sugar yeah I'm a sugar fiend. and I love it. And the reason why I can't eat sugar is because my filtration system is healthy. Yeah. If you don't have a healthy liver and healthy nutrition, uh, system that you have going on, you, it will backfire a little bit for a while. The the sugar will slow you. You'll get like a lymphedema or you'll get edema for a while, but that's telling you, you a toxic filtration system. Mm. So, I mean, Liver is overburdened, overworked. You can tell because the pain will be here
0: yeah. when you're full.
1: So yeah, and you're,
0: you're like right below your diaphragm, just for people that can't see.
1: <laughs> yeah. Also yeah. another sign is if you can't, sounds crazy, <laughs> but if you can't uh, burp or if you can't pass gas, mm. you know that your liver is off and you also know that your gallbladder and your pain. I didn't
0: even know that that could be possible. There are people that yeah. literally can't move air, gas.
1: That's what most people that become, or that have issues with their gallbladder can't pass gas it's because you're not processing the protein. Wow. And when you get, okay. So like when you get gas, that means you have, an, there's so much stuff going on in the, in the gut. It starts to break it down, creates this acid gas. Okay. Most yeah. people just pass it because they're digesting, mm-hmm. but if you don't digest properly, it sits there. Yeah. It doesn't move. And you don't create, it doesn't create like this, that acid that you need. That's why the whole uh, acid is so important because if you don't have those acids, then what happens is you can't break down your food. That's what breaks your food down.
0: So this makes me think of another question. Like people will say like, you know, I don't eat beans because it makes me gassy or I don't, or broccoli or bell pepper. There's certain food items that can make people feel is that is it like, if it makes you feel gassy, you shouldn't be eating it or is it like, that's okay. As long as it's healthy, you, you know, how do you know?
1: You don't want to be gassy all the time. Yeah. You know, so I think a slow meta- or a slow filtration, filtration system will cause you to have gas normally mm-hmm. when you eat something high in protein or like beans or anything like that you'll pass gas that's totally normal now if you're stuck there though and the bloat doesn't go down mm-hmm. then you've got it's stuck it won't come out so now like this is a good time for you to get colonics mm. i'm not huge on coffee colonics um i think it does a really big disservice to your liver your mm-hmm. liver doesn't like coffee so i think keeping your uh what was i saying now? i totally forgot <laughs> No, I, totally I know we we're talking else. about like when people eat foods
0: that give them gas, like, is it normal? Oh, yeah. You're talking about when it, gets it is normal. It's it's
1: normal out. to have gas for sure. For sure to normal to have it, but not all the time. Yeah. So, but it's also a sign. Constant. Yeah. Right. Also, if it's something that you don't ever get, that's another problem. Interesting. So you want to have a healthy amount of bodily function that is completely normal. I think this goes
0: back to you talking about keeping a journal and learning your body because it's one of those things. Like if someone asked me right now, well, what's your cycle? Like, I'm like, I don't know. You know, like I would have to like really think about it day by day and what I'm eating and how it's affecting me and all that. So I think that's so interesting. What about carbs? Obviously everyone wants to talk about carbs, eliminating carbs, reducing carbs. We know we have good carbs versus bad carbs. One thing I've heard recently, also on another podcast, there's this girl that she was talking about how she feels like her body needs more carbs than most people, where if she forces herself to not have the little bit of pasta or whatever, then she ends up eating more of other stuff and ends up gaining weight. So I thought that was kind of an interesting take on it. I feel like I'm more carb driven myself, but I also, but I don't know, maybe it's also like I'm addicted to the carbs. I don't
1: know. I absolutely love carbs. I think carbs are essential for us to be healthy individuals. Now I can say the same thing though. What I will say for sugar, what I'll say for protein, don't eat anything processed. Yeah. Make sure all your carbs are are complex carbs. This way your body knows how to process those types of carbs. You have no issues. It's it's when you start getting into things that have preservatives in them, like Mm -hmm. making your own bread and eating your own bread is fantastic. Yeah. And the reason why is, Multifaceted. It's, it's not just the physical of how you're eating. It's how you put your energy into what you're eating. Mm. So when you need your own bread, it's actually a heal. It's, it heals your body and you're putting your own energy into your own bread. So now your bread knows exactly what you need in order for it to be digested. I know it sounds crazy, but that's quantum energetics. Mm-hmm. And quantum energetics is something we actually can't see but yeah. we know on a metaphysical level. So, and when you need bread, the more you need it, the more you get the gluten out. Do you think that these factories need your bread?
0: No. Yeah. They're probably adding gluten to everything.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, gluten, uh, the more preserves you put in it, the gluten just sticks to that stuff and it Ugh. just does terrible things wow. to your gut. Uh, and, and not to mention that we have massive amounts of glyphosate, yeah. Our, our well, that's
0: like when people go to Paris or wherever they can eat baguettes mm-hmm. and all this bread and gain no weight, have no stomach issues. They're thriving. And then you come here and you have one piece of bread and you're like dying. It's like,
1: what it's I, this to my I was like, cause I, I turned 40 in June and I was like, Man, I want to go to Italy for a month. I just want to enjoy a good month of just with my eat all family. the pasta you want, eat all the pasta, and really just enjoy life. And um, I said the same thing to him. I go, what What do you think it is like? Because he he pretty much follows my lead now. He's to fight me on so many things because he has yeah. his own belief system. And but I think over the years, uh, you know, he's really just kind of stuck by me and just said, "Oh shh, can't I can't." I can't debate her. She knows her stuff. So he's really supportive of that. And I think when he thinks about that kind of stuff, he just sits there and goes, man, I don't really know. And I go, well, maybe it's this, this and that. And he's like, you know what? You're probably right. It's probably all those things. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, look, I, I, apart for me, I want to go as a, for fun, but I want to go as another little experiment. for myself. Yeah. You know, to see if that's true or not for me. And I'm also like you, a very carb-oriented person. I can't live without carbs. Actually, before I went on the protein one, I went on a high carb diet. Oh, interesting. No meat. Yeah, it didn't know me. I just did all complex carbs. Uh-huh. It was. I felt the best. Wow. And I. Just, yeah. Well, I mean, carbs so
0: does give us energy too. So there is something, uh, to- especially with a wom- woman's cycle, when we're tired before our period or whatever. Like,
1: yeah, it's the- so <laughs> important for a woman to know your cycle. I even know my best friend's cycle. Yeah, I was like, I was like, hey, just so you know, your period's gonna be here in two, three-ish days. I'm not real sure if it's because I don't have hers written down. I just know when mine is, so I can tell when hers is because we're you've linked up.
0: Oh my gosh, I love it. Uh, Yeah, it's interesting. So, do you eat rice?
1: I will eat rice limitedly, not not because. Just, it's just not know, your thing. Rice. Yeah, yeah, rice isn't my favorite. See, rice is my jam
0: because I'm Persian. Okay. And back to like kind are... of your heritage, like for me, the yeah. Mediterranean diet, I'm drawn to it. Like the rice and the meat, like that. But a lot of it is like stews that have like the beans in it and the lentils and the yeah. veggies. Like it's like a mix.
1: I love a Mediterranean diet. diet. Yeah. If, if you were to ask me, the best diet out there, I would say that one was the highest yeah. amount of nutrients. And I mean, that's
0: always year after year. They've always said that's the healthiest. It's just a very well-balanced diet. Yeah.
1: Because, I mean, people want to call it the Mediterranean diet, but it's just how the people in that region ate. Now, yeah. if you're not from that type of region, you're maybe that's not best for you, though. You know yeah. what I mean? Maybe you have a Native American and maybe, uh, you know, South American and, and yeah. how you your ancestors ate. It's, that's important. It's I really agree. important. Yeah. So I think that's another facet to learning about yourself. You don't want to just learn about what's best for you and your food. You, you should learn about your lineage. You should learn about where you came from. You should learn about, um, everything. Like what makes you happy? Like what, what are you drawn to? Yeah.
0: Uh, like, there's a reason for me. that draw to things. I agree. Yes. It's, it's interesting to yeah. analyze, do you yeah. do pasta or do you do the you know the lentil pastas or the chickpea pastas or any of those variations yeah I do I do
1: a I do jovial on occasion jovial is I think a chickpea pasta mm-hmm. um, I love chickpeas so I like the taste of it but uh for me that is one of the best jovial is it doesn't even taste like
0: oh, okay. but it's
1: also processed so I very much limit unless I've made the pasta myself mm. I limit pasta to maybe you make
0: pasta from scratch you make bread from scratch
1: all the time and I just save oh. it You like I have a pasta day mm-hmm. where all I do is pasta in the kitchen and then I just put them in um, their own packages because they can dry up yeah and then I just I put them in the fridge or I put them and I let them out to dry and I just wrap them up put them to the side and we we eat that as a family wow so same with bread I'll make bread for the week and but sometimes we go in and out. Sometimes we eat a lot of bread and then sometimes we don't eat any for months. Mm. So it really oh, wow. just depends. Yeah, I'm not like, I'm not a huge bread person.
0: Do you make sour sourdough make- bread or what kind of bread do you like?
1: I don't do sourdough bread. Oh, okay. just, I don't have time to nurture that little thing. What is it? No, I know. That? I know the start. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, like, I I'm not a day. baker
0: at all, but I'm yeah. curious on the sourdough bread. Cause I love like San Fran, true San Francisco sourdough bread where it's like sour and just so good, <laughs> but yeah, I'm too scared that. to try.
1: That's why I asked you. Yeah. I'm not like a huge sourdough maker. I love sourdough bread. Yeah. And I would actually say that if you're wanting to cut out bread and, but still want to keep a little bit of only eat sourdough
0: that's what everyone says because the way it's fermented and and made yeah yep
1: only eat sourdough but like for me as a family we we actually buy um I buy my uh flour from a specific farm Mm. from a family who produces a wheat that's from Persia area not the Middle East area that is there is an ancient grain um that has very low amounts of gluten in it and then when you need it yeah like almost got it. Yeah. So I don't I'll just make that. I just make normal sandwich bread loaves for the kids, Yeah. Usually. yeah. Or if I want to do avocado toast, like I'm totally craving it or something. You know what I mean? And it doesn't take long. You can make a three batches of bread within an hour. Wow.
0: Okay. I need to learn. I am I like yeah. to I'm I'm okay with cooking. Baking, you have to be so specific with the measurement. <laughs> I usually mess it up to be honest i'll send
1: you the recipe it's literally i think it's a red mills recipe in the back i'll send it to you i'll post it for everyone too yeah it's good it's an amish bread too so it's very low amount of stuff like you just literally need a couple things and i make uh homemade pies for the kids because my kids love pie so like making pie crust is so easy oh wow i love you don't need to go and buy crust it's like the easiest thing you could and it's so fun yeah kids love it. I do
0: feel like we need to get back to the basics, like just cooking from scratch and just
1: yeah. at least knowing how to do it.
0: Yeah. It's like, we're all about like the door dashing and garbage now it's, it's too much. Okay. What it's about dairy? Point. Yeah, I know. Everything has to be fast now. Um, mm-hmm. what about dairy? Always a hot topic. Do we, do we eat dairy? Do we not eat dairy? I know some people are lactose intolerant. Most of us are, I don't know.
1: Dairy does not do well for my tummy tum but I will say um, if you're gonna have dairy, do it raw. Mm. And I know that's it's illegal in a lot of places. I here in Idaho, it's not that's illegal. A hot topic. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it is really. I, I. It's crazy, but here in Idaho, like all of the coffee shops have raw milk, mm. so you could go and get raw milk if you mm. want in your coffee. And they stuff. do raw or, milk
0: here, too. I just I don't drink milk at all, so I don't worry about it. My kid. It is a, milk inflammatory.
1: Milk. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's I love like
0: yogurt, and then the like yeah. cheese sometimes, but um, yeah, okay. heavy heavy cream products, I'm screwed for sure.
1: Yeah, it's. I think it's like I said, it just really just bases it off your own system. Some people can handle milk. Yeah, and you know, usually those people are uh, people that have heritage in the mountains. Mm.
0: Yeah, the know, back, and it's back, like you said, like tracking when like when you have a milk product, how do you feel? Like that's really, yeah. you can do blood work and stuff, but you really can't, they're not going to give you a clear. There's nothing
1: better out there that, well, here's the thing. Blood work only gives you a snapshot of that moment.
0: That's true. That too. Same that's with saliva so, or hair. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Which is great to give yeah. you an overall basis maybe, but I remember I did one a few years ago and it told me I was having a cytokine storm, which made sense because I had just had COVID. Oh. And <laughs> it, Yeah. It was just and a covid a, a whole
0: body. So that's.
1: Yeah. It really just destroyed me. And, um, but I did it again a couple weeks later and I had no problems. So mm. I think that the most important thing to take away is just like really knowing your body and, uh, just kind of just being very aware. Yeah. It can get, it can get super frustrating.
0: hmm What or about, um, caffeine? I know a lot of people want to talk about coffee. Everyone's addicted to their coffee. I think part of it is like the ritual of drinking
1: their coffee, and then part of it yeah. I think, is the addiction to the caffeine. I love talking about this, okay? Because I just went on an eight month, no, six month, no coffee. Yeah, I just drank my first coffee a couple of days ago. So and did headaches uh, when you stopped? Uh, so you I I weaned, I weaned myself off with mm-hmm. uh, matcha and oh. a little bit of chai at the very end yeah so that way I was still getting like very small milligrams of my you know caffeine so I wouldn't have the headaches and I didn't have any Yeah. so and then I the reason why I did it actually wasn't because of the caffeine itself it was because I don't like being addicted to things
0: yeah same
1: if I have to have it in the morning it really upsets me because I don't like something having dominion over me
0: Yeah, control. I don't want to
1: dictate me. I'm
0: the same. So I don't drink coffee at all, but I was addicted to soda in college years, end of high school, Pepsi, Coke. And I thought it was soda or sugar. And I really think now looking back, it was the caffeine that had the hold on me. So I cut it out completely cold turkey. I don't, I've never had soda in a long time 12 years or something crazy. Um, And I was too scared to do coffee because I was like, if I was addicted, if I was that addicted to Pepsi, what, you know, I felt like it was going to do the same. I will do green tea a little bit, Mm. or, you know, I'll have some like dark chocolate that obviously has caffeine in it too. I love dark chocolate,
1: but I, yeah, it's minimal. Yeah. I want people to understand that it's okay. Like for me now, I have a coffee sitting right here. I don't need it. That's important to me. I don't have to have my coffee in the morning to function. Yeah, I want yeah. to drink this coffee because I enjoy it and I respect what it does for my body. Yeah, I need it right now because I'm a little bit tired. But I don't sit there and go, "If I don't have my yeah. you're on a drug. You're on a drug." Yeah. Okay. You need to gain dominion over your own body. I agree. don't let anybody tell you, what, or especially food. Food will dominate you.
0: What, so they say a little bit of caffeine is good, but if we're doing too much, what's the negative
1: side? Dehydration, massive cell dehydration, uh, quick aging. This is why women look haggard. I mean, I'm, that's the complete honest wow. truth. Women look haggard because you're freaking hydrated and you're drinking coffee first and on a regular basis. Wow. I guarantee you if women stop drinking coffee that. right now, people are trying to, hurry up and put their, you know, Botox and their filler. And I have nothing against those things. Do whatever you want to do. But right. what I'm saying is if you want to quickly save yourself from aging quickly, stop drinking nothing. Oh. Just like stop drinking. Like have it every once in a while.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like but a lot of women are like, wait a second right now.
1: <laughs> show me the studies that show you that it's, that's anti-aging. There isn't any. Yeah. If Ugh. anything, it's experimental. I know. And I feel
0: like everything is, is like, they try to rope you in, like they rope you in with the coffee and the Starbucks and the whatever. And then they also then they, then they say, come get the Botox and, you know, pay a hundred dollars for a jar of cream and all you know, for that surgery. And it's all part of the same. Really just mm-hmm.
1: Ugh, if you it. have to wonder about that, think about this for a second. Why is there a coffee shop on every corner, every corner it's everywhere. You know yeah. why they want you hyped up on coffee. Yeah. And, and I mean, they, as in people that profit off of coffee. Yeah. And when you go to Starbucks or when you go and get your coffee, I'm not telling you, come here. Rosie. Come here. Oh. Oh. No, say, sorry, my husband left. So he did watch it on mm-hmm. Um, what was I saying again? I'm so sorry.
0: Oh, the Starbucks on every corner.
1: Oh, so the Starbucks on every corner, what they don't tell you is there's toxins in the coffee. There's mm-hmm. mold in the mm-hmm. coffee. Yeah, Mold is so detrimental to women who have issues with bloating. Oh, yeah, I know. Most women are bloating because they have mold issues because wow. they drink
0: Starbucks. That's nuts. Not to yeah. mention most of their drinks have all the added, you know, the fake flavoring oh, yeah, want- and sugar and garbage. And yeah. Oh, what Bavish. about um, alcohol, obviously, is another hot topic. I think typically people are doing coffee in the morning and alcohol at night. People always want to know like the perfect formula where they can still drink alcohol, but not be super unhealthy, which type of alcohol. I personally am like, I think we're at the point where we've realized alcohol is poison and we don't want to admit it because our generation grew up partying and alcohol was part of our yeah. our culture. So yeah. do you drink and is there something you prefer to drink over something else? If you are going to do alcohol,
1: I stopped drinking alcohol when I got pregnant with my last baby, obviously. And I continued it on while I was breastfeeding. And then last year I started having a couple glasses of wine with my husband and quickly after two months, I just, I said, no, no more alcohol for me. Yeah. So I haven't had any alcohol in almost a year, but, um, Look, everything in moderation. Yeah, you know what I mean. If you want alcohol, then that's your preferred way of like. I smoke weed on occasion. I don't do it all the time anymore. But everybody has their vice, and I think everybody should have that. Yeah, just don't let it control you. That yeah. is a problem. Okay? I think like, it's the,
0: like when, that's the key thing. A lot of the stuff becomes addictive. You know, I it's when
1: you're not aware.
0: When yeah, your lack
1: of awareness of what you're doing, and you're working on a program where you're not paying attention to what you're doing, that's the problem. It's not the stuff. It's like when people want to talk about getting rid of guns and all that kind of stuff. I understand where people are coming from. The problem isn't the guns, though. They're just a tool. because yeah. Someone can kill you with a knife, or they can yeah. kill you with... They can makeshift a bomb, okay? Mm-hmm. The problem is, is anything can be a weapon.
0: Yeah. I know so it's, unless it's more of a mental health issue, for sure.
1: Um, yes. Yeah, it it's so
0: interesting... But yeah, I think alcohol is tough. And I, I heard someone say a couple of years ago that if you're having one glass of alcohol every single day, you're an alcoholic. And I was like, oh my gosh, think of the amount of, even just women that have a glass of wine every night to relax or they just they just want to drink it. It's like a habit. But it is interesting, like you said, like if it, if it has a hold on you, if you have to have that glass of wine or you have to- have it, to relax or to survive that evening or to unwind from the day, then it's a problem. So I'm, I'm with anything
1: you. that is ritualistic. Yeah. You know, that is, I mean, we all have like our habits. Mm-hmm. It's just when they have a hold on you and you can't do a right. quick turn, then, then, then that's a time for reevaluation. Maybe it's a time that you, a lot of people too I see a lot of women that are in this wine stage of having their wine in the night they don't really they're not on a, a growth journey they're happy where they're at there's nothing wrong with that that's yeah. cool yeah but the people that are not drinking alcohol and, and the thing is too alcohol is social so it's very hard to get away from that but the people that aren't drinking alcohol are trying to find better ways to live mm-hmm and there's nothing wrong with that either. Like everybody has their thing. If you like your thing and that's what you do, just know you should have hold on your your vices Yeah, and they should control you. That's I, it. And
0: I think for me, like if I'm going to do wine, <laughs> I want it to be foreign or organic. I feel like yeah. that's always better because it doesn't have all the additives. Like we talked about well, everything not, else yeah. um, or I like to do just plain vodka like just clean I hate the sugary (laughs) drinks I hate all the crap yeah I I mean I'll do beer but I don't you know it's just like
1: I think that the women I think if you're a woman that's really worried like if you're in your 30s or you're going into your 40s and they think you're worried about aging then I think that that's something women should just sit there and think about for a second Mm because you're you're undoing a lot of the work yeah. You with basis. you and
0: I only drink in social settings if I go yeah like, exactly Same. date night Same. or if I go yeah. to events but at home alone with my husband almost never
1: even then you know like I I really just don't judge anybody like anybody wants to do their thing I just want people to sit there and like say hey okay maybe she's right if something has a hold on you then then that's something to think about but right. also inherently nothing's really really just that bad for you as long as you're taking it and it's very small increments you know what i mean right. nothing's going to kill you but yeah because it is such a huge social thing for our generation it's uh you know i went through a really so when i went on my, my very first journey when i got sick i went on a very long nine months trip diet but at the time i had a lot of things planned trips planned with big groups of people and they were all three groups so we went to costa rica for six days or no 16 days and um I didn't drink once and it was the hardest thing because everybody was drunk. It's everywhere and you're trying to let loose and yeah. (laughs) But I found out at the end of that trip, I was pregnant with my daughter. Oh, it was. So I was (laughs) like, yeah, I was like, okay. So like, this is why I didn't feel the urge. And I felt great. You know what I had? I had the, there was a guy there that was our, he was, he ran the kitchen at the place we were staying. And every morning he picked me coconuts off the tree. He'd Mm -hmm. open them up. And I'd have this amazing hot coconut tea with honey. And I really enjoyed that more. And that was the very beginning of my journey. And it just set me in this precedence of, wow, I feel so much better doing this kind of stuff
0: as opposed to doing this
1: stuff. I feel haggard and ugly and gross. Well, it's like when
0: people go on vacation and they eat crap and they drink alcohol and they do, and then they come back and feel disgusting. It's like, don't you want to come back from your vacation feeling rejuvenated, rested, like, I don't know.
1: So I'm with you. Yeah. Oh, I'm the same. I, I don't, I look at vacations so differently. Now I look at them as getting back to me retreats for myself, you know, where I uh, thing too.
0: Like, really obviously, is. when
1: you're 20, you want to go have fun, but totally. You like, now you want like time alone. I'm like, I told my husband, I'm like, I'm gonna go do like a solo trip for a week. Can okay, yeah, go to
0: can my you just my... A nap in the sun. Thank you.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like you want to find all the things in life that life has to offer that are pro life, yeah, not pro dying early. Right. You know what I mean? So Thank
0: you, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Um, I really want to dig deep into the women's woman's cycle. Yeah. So a woman that you know struggles with shorter cycles or longer cycles, I know like we want to be around 28 days. Yeah. But what do you say? What can we do if we're on either end of that spectrum?
1: I think this is a very good time for women to there's apps you can. Download and track your period. I think you shouldn't make any decisions or anything about your period until you've tracked it for at least 90 days. So at least three periods. Once you get to your third period, you kind of can start seeing a pattern. Mm. Your app will also record your pattern for you. So you it takes away some of the work. But uh, once you can figure out, because some women are naturally a 30, 31 day. You never want to be under 24 days. Okay. If you're under 24 days, you're having miscarriages. Mm-hmm. You're having uh you're not shedding your blood properly. Is this low progesterone? <laughs> low you- progesterone. Yeah. yeah. And there is a really amazing cream supplement. It's wild yam. Mm-hmm. You just put it on your body, especially if you're around my age, like uh you're starting to go through the pre-perimenopause, like where your, yeah. your hormones are just shifting, whatever you want to call it, it doesn't matter. You're going through that stage in life where now your hormones change again, just like when you're a teen. <clears throat> and uh, we start lowering all our hormones. So it's important to kind of look up the symptoms too, being very curious about what's going on with you. Uh, because some people can be very low estrogen, which I think is rarer than being low progesterone because <clears throat> we have so much estrogen dominance in our food. Mm-hmm. It's very easy for women to get dominant on in their estrogen, which is very, can create autoimmune, can create Hashimoto's thyroid problems. <clears throat> so I would tell women to just go start really focusing on watching your, your cycle. Like how does it work? How much blood's coming out? Is it chunky? Write mm-hmm. this stuff all down. Yeah. Because you need to know this is all, these are all signs about how your body is working. So if you have, say, for instance, one month, you have barely any blood, okay? Mm -hmm. But the next month, you have a ton and it's clotting. That means you're not, you weren't shedding last month. You probably didn't ovulate. Mm -hmm. So, and this is why women are having a really hard time too, getting pregnant. Mm -hmm. Because they're lacking vital nutrients before they get pregnant. Yeah. And you can't get pregnant without- Everything goes back to just being healthy. (laughs) It really is. It's really that simple. I mean- the thing is, too, is um, women just don't think about the prep. Your body has a mechanism system within it that won't allow you to get pregnant unless you have enough glucose. So, you want to get pregnant, you got to be take, you got to be drinking or eating a lot of fruit. You got to have enough glucose storage because it takes every ounce of your glucose storage to push a baby out. This is why our hair falls out.
0: Oh, three interesting! After.
1: Hair falls out when you have no cl- glucose storage. Hmm. So when women are going on high protein diets, my hair is falling out. Oh my god, what do I do? It's because you don't have any glucose. The adrenaline's been running through your blood system. Yeah, you have nothing left, and now your liver is is taking from other places. Yeah, and it's going to start taking from your reproductive system.
0: Yeah, what what does it mean if you have longer (laughs) cycles?
1: It can also mean the same thing. It could also mean that you have a uh, uh, low estrogen or it can mean your, your progesterone is uh, off and on. Mm. It just means, or you have um, like low choline. Choline is a very important vital nutrient that a lot of women just don't have. And we don't get in our food anymore. It helps your body break down food. It helps your, um, uh, it helps keep your glucose Stored longer and it doesn't like deplete it because your body will use more than it needs sometimes because it's used to using too much. Mm. So you want it to get it back to a homeostasis where it uses just enough of what it needs. So choline is very important for uh, women, especially on their cycles. Why is
0: that not in our food anymore? What is, what is that normally in?
1: Because our food's got GMOs in it. Yeah. We just, they've taken all our nutrients out of our food. Because of our soil. Our, our soil is, is
0: where it's garbage. It drives me crazy.
1: It really it drives we me crazy. We literally
0: have to make our own little mini farms now just to, like, live normal.
1: I literally just, we were just talking about it because we're planning, uh, we're putting in a vibration system underneath our ground in order to put our garden on top. Uh-huh. And um, I know it sounds crazy, but if you have a garden and playing classical music. Yeah, the people garden, see, heard this. Plants. Um, yeah. 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 Here's another crazy thing. But if you want your garden to really know you, take your period blood. No. And put it, your, bu- your blood. Your blood is, is so it too far high. Me, okay. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, I know this is going to creep people out, but this is stuff that they used to do back in the day. This if is your soil. Placenta. Did you eat the placenta? Yeah. I, oh. I didn't eat the placenta, but I did have it encapsulated. Yeah, okay. And I actually don't eat, I never took it. I you only take it if you go through a of depression and you can take it till the day you die. Oh. Yeah. So you have it forever. You can take it whenever you feel like you've got depression and you just it's got amazing amounts of nutrients in it. Yeah. Because it's the nutrients your baby needed and that you supplied the baby with. So with your blood, your period blood also has that shedded lining. So what you do is you, if you have a cup or if you're one of those people that does it like that. I'm a free bleeder, so I don't use any tampons and I don't use pads. I, free wow. bleed. I have a pair of a couple pairs of leggings that I wear during my period and I free bleed through my period. So there's no congestion what? or anything like that. Yeah. so you don't fun. go anywhere. I don't really go anywhere. But honestly, yeah. if I do go somewhere, um, I just there's these little. Um, I think this is funny, but there's these little. um foot inserts that you can buy and you could just I just put them in and it soaks up all the blood you don't ever have an issue wow okay yeah and that's if I have to go out but honestly I usually the first day I don't go anywhere I just stay home and I just freely I just clean the house or whatever but the next few days um I go through bouts of cycles of I, I know when I'm gonna drop my Blood. I know that sounds crazy, but that's how well you get to know yourself. I mean, get you to really
0: know, yourself. know your body on a different level. That's crazy. Yeah.
1: It's honestly, I have probably have slight OCD.
0: Yeah. You, no, but I honest. find it very, <laughs> very, very fascinating. What about, <laughs> yeah. um, PMS symptoms? I've heard recently a lot of, um, doctors say that PMS is actually not normal. If you have like cramps, headaches, back pain, bloating, acne, technically that's not normal. Is that true? What is considered normal? And if these things are happening, what's causing it?
1: Absolutely not normal. You're not supposed to feel like that. You're not supposed to have mood swings. You're not supposed to be bloating. You're not supposed to get acne. But what happens is, is because we change so often in our monthly cycle, if we're carrying chronic or low-grade viral infections, mm-hmm. which most people are, mm-hmm. if you have inflammation, you're carrying a low-grade viral infection. most of the time. Yeah. Wow. So... Um, When your, their favorite food of viruses is hormones. They love hormones. So when you have a shift in your hormones, Mm -hmm. these viruses, that's why you get acne. Because acne comes from strep infection. Any type of streptococcus or staphylococcus. Mm -hmm. And it works really well with a virus. So bacteria and viruses love each other. They just, they love the same foods. They're The cofactors, meaning that when one's present, there's also another one present. Mm. So that's why it's important to take antiviral and antibacterial. That's why taking antibiotics means nothing when you get a cold, because most of the time a flu is viral. It's not bacterial. So taking stuff like my favorite thing for acne or uh, PMS is golden seal. Take it on your period. Take it every three hours. What is golden seal? I've never heard this. Golden seal is, it is awesome. It is so strong, uh, an antiviral, uh, anti-parasitic, antifungal, anti-candida, everything you can think of, antibacterial. Uh, And and when you take it in pretty good high amounts, or if you put it in a big thing of water, like at least six drops of it, and you sip on that water, uh, your bloating will go away. Chaga Mm -hmm. mushroom is another freaking phenomenal one if you want beautiful skin do you want to have a no bloating? Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, those certain...
0: all the time, or is it just right before your period or during your period? Like, how do you,
1: well, it's it really just depends <clears throat> on you. Uh, for me, I have I already know my warning signs mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm feeling like this. If I let this go strep grows very fast. So if you don't get a handle on that strap, it'll just, it'll flourish inside your gut. Wow. So like the moment that I feel like, okay, something's going on down here, mm-hmm. then I take golden seal or licorice root and I drink chaga mushroom every day, like twice a day. Wow. Yeah. For bloating. Okay. I know. And, and that's, I know a lot of people asked about having a flat tummy and all that kind of stuff. Um. Really, it's just making sure that you, you're you taking a good probiotic and you don't want to take probiotics all the time. Okay? Mm-hmm. You don't. You want to take it just maybe a couple times a week just to make sure that your flora is good, mm. but be like golden seal and licorice root and chaga, they promote healthy gut flourish mm. in your stomach so or in your gut. So you can't overdo those things. You can do it as much as you want. Oh, wow. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, and, and the thing that I'm taking, garlic is another great one. If you've got issues with digestion, um, and garlic is amazing. And it's cheap. Yeah. I love garlic. You know? Yeah. And then what about acne issues
0: as a whole? Like people talk about it being hormonal or it's certain foods that we're eating or it's just caused by stress. Like if someone it's is. an inflammatory talking- response. Okay.
1: It, you have an inflaming, inflamed gut that is full of strep. You can have a full gut of strep and it not bloat you. But what it'll do is it'll seep through your lymphatic system. Your lymphatic system is the closest to your skin, so it pops through. Mm. So when you see somebody with acne, they have something going on really bad. But they're good; mm. they're not feeding it properly. You're feeding it the wrong things—food that inflame the process or inflame the problem. And that so, is processed foods, and- processed foods, dairy, anything. People uh, uh, keep, a, keep a, in. Um, keep an anti-inflammatory diet. So like don't eat anything that creates an inflammation in your body. Mm -hmm. You will only know that if you focus on yourself.
0: Yeah. Again, back to journaling and seeing what affects your body. Yeah. I've heard a lot of people say dairy causes acne, I guess. Well, dairy, I mean, produces mucus, right? And I think that's right.
1: Which strep loves mucus and uh, loves to grow in mucus. Uh, Also taking a good cloning cleanse to get, um, Mm. To get that mucus out so it can't thrive in mm-hmm. your mucosa because uh and at i am an observer of poop i watch my kids poop yeah i, I watched saying that in the last yeah. episode yeah that goes in back to girls, modeling,
0: like writing down yeah. everything
1: from all the kids to- my kids just got a weird thing reading. yeah you have to you if you want to survive in this world that is
0: that we're now, yeah. You
1: have to know yourself. Doctors don't know you.
0: Yeah, They
1: don't know you. They don't, they don't care about you. You care about you though. Yeah, You care about what you're going through. And there are answers out there. It's just people, it's like going to a thrift store and no one wants to dig through the racks. Well, guess what? There's gems in those racks. You just have to, but look. It, you yeah. don't start. Yeah. You got to see through the mess. And I know it's annoying and I know it's not everybody's favorite thing to do. Well, you don't have to do it to my extent. because I'm a little bit crazy, mm-hmm. but I think that having a, a good journal, it doesn't have to You can have it on your phone. Yeah. Just write it down. Or like I said having a, a cycle app it's great. You the cycle app that I use you put notes in there.
0: Yeah, which one do you use?
1: I think it's called Flow.
0: Okay. I use one that just is called Period, but I just okay, yeah. that for a long time.
1: But yeah, I think it's you similar. Put, you can put notes in yeah. and yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Most of them are pretty similar. I mean, like it, it, they make it really easy for you and they're free.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah.
1: There's no reason to not use them. And I think women,
0: the
1: more you get to know your cycle, the more you love yourself because you understand yourself. Yeah. It is such you a beautiful
0: that? thing when you start to, to grasp how a woman's body works. It's beautiful.
1: It's what so about, fascinating. you talk a lot
0: about the micro C immune powder and I got it a few months ago. I like doing it. I put it in my tea. Can you explain why you love it? What it
1: does? Well, the reason why I started doing it is because I wanted to prove everybody wrong about the collagen. Hmm. Um, because collagen doesn't create more collagen, but vitamin C creates massive amounts of collagen repair in the face, in the skin, and really? I Really? Uh, I don't even, I don't have to get anything done to my face because I treat vitamin C. It yeah. plumps your face up really quick. And I love that it is so good for your immune system. Uh, You know, I got sick a couple weeks ago, which was inevitable for me because I'm taking care of all my kids. I had one day in bed, Mm -hmm. one day. And everybody else was in bed for two to three weeks. Oh, wow. One full day, I was up and I was going. And what I did was is I woke up and I said, okay, today I'm going to fast. I know this is crazy when you're sick because you're like- um, you know whatever that's a yeah. great time to fast let your body rest mm. if you're going to have anything while you're sick make it a high vitamin C uh fruit yeah nothing else like kiwis are great mm-hmm. um having uh like some vegetable broth but yeah. the vitamin C i feel like for me created such a strong uh immune force in my body that my body was like okay we're going we're going to take this uh virus in and we're going to alchemize it into your body and you're just gonna get going. So now I'll never get that again. Do you know what I mean? Like not that frame. So So it's important
0: for immune health, but then I also saw you saying that like weight loss and all weight loss.
1: Absolutely. The problem is is people will go using that for weight loss, but you can't use it for weight loss until you clean your filtration system. Yeah. So clean your filtration system and take the vitamin C it's, it's a, the it's, it's a win-win. Yeah. That's why celery juice and, and vitamin C are just, they're so important together. Yeah, They work together. The mineral salts mixed with the vitamin C. I know a lot of people have a hard time with vitamin C, especially if you have bloating issues or if you have like a uh, leaky gut, or if you've got issues with like deteriorated lining in the stomach, that can be a little bit harsh on your stomach. Mm-hmm. You don't have to take that much though, really for it to be such a large impact. Because the vitamin C itself is already high milligram. Mm -hmm. So you don't need to take more of it. You can even take half of it. So I love it. I I drink it every day twice a day. My husband, I got him on the train. We do two teas a day. We do one at noon and we do one right before bed. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just become our favorite thing. Like I, I do two different teas, two favorite teas. And I'll say this because I think it's really important for people that have bloating issues. I'll do a citrus tea for my noon or a hibiscus tea mm-hmm. and I'll put the vitamin C in it. And then in the evening, I'll do something that supports me while I'm sleeping. So like a chaga mushroom or uh, with a chamomile tea because mm. it calms down the lining. Of the stomach. Oh, interesting. Okay. And then that chaga is just as good as the spirulina. If you use chaga and spirulina together, whew, powerhouse. Yeah. Especially for people with gut issues.
0: Like oh I'm gonna go back and listen to this whole episode and just
1: yeah, girl, <laughs> chaga is chaga is probably my most favorite thing for uh, like if you need a lot of nutrients and immune support. Mixing it with the vitamin C and spirulina, I use those every day. Yeah, and I swear by the way my face feels, just how I move my body, I'm never yeah. sore, and I do Pilates six days a week. So for me, uh, I, soreness is inevitable. Yeah. But I don't get it that often anymore. Mm -hmm. Which is your body can
0: recover. Yeah.
1: It's a quick recovery. And that is extremely important as we get older.
0: Yeah. I agree. What about a lot of people are struggling with thyroid issues now? You hear about it all the time. I've never struggled knock on wood, but what can they do if someone out there is listening to this and they're struggling?
1: I think if someone's struggling with Uh, thyroid issues the number one thing you need to do is take iodine
0: iodine okay yeah you need to take a
1: a nascent iodine every day
0: and that's like not in our salt anymore or something right that's the problem i mean no
1: one eats ionized salt anymore because it's a broken down salt it's not good for you Mm. so yeah iodine is so important in your supplementation especially with people with thyroid issues we don't everybody's depleted in iodine do you you do it i don't do it every day i do it a few times a week yeah, because yeah. I take a very high dose of iodine, uh, iodine so oh, okay. I don't, because iodine, uh, if you take too much of it, it can throw you into a hyperthyroid. So, mm. so you got to be back. Yeah. so you want to take it, you know, some people will, um, you could take like maybe, it depends on which kind you get, you can get droppers of iodine, or you can take it in pill form, it just, it depends on what you get, taking just three to six drops a day is, is great for nascent iodine, mm-hmm. Um, but if you do, like, a high dose, like, a very high dose, like, maybe, I don't know, 2,000, 3,000 milligrams, then just take it, like, maybe once or twice a week. Got but it. But people with glitters, you can tell on someone's neck. Huh. They'll carry weight around their neck. Okay. Okay. And then they'll have, this will pop out a little bit. They're a few. You'll think that it, yeah. yeah, you can tell. You can tell when you're you're swollen here. You can feel it here. In this little area.
0: So it's so funny because that area right below the um, ear, by the jaw that you're pointing to, I I sometimes feel sensitive right there. Like when I like put my makeup on, I'm like, ooh, mm-hmm. like, I feel it.
1: So just that means you have a just need your lymphatic system clogged
0: That's what I just feel like. Rub it, it, it
1: out like this. Take it down right here. Bring it down. Then you turn your neck.
0: Yeah, you did this last time. I feel like we need a video that I can post on Instagram.
1: Yeah, I'm totally I totally down. So I know I, I keep think, telling myself I need to do an Instagram and teach people how to do these things. I just, yeah.
0: I know it's a um, lot when you have four kids, you're doing all the other stuff. Like, yeah,
1: but like, yeah, basically. if you
0: do like one video a week, we'll take it.
1: I am going to do that. It is coming. And my little guy is, um, we've got a person that's going to start coming and stuff like that to the house and to help you. Oh, good. yeah. Yeah yeah i I need that right now because it's just like it's constant craziness. I can't get any work done because he's one of those kids that like will take all your time, which I yeah. love. i I love being a mom to my kids. but I also like doing things like this for myself. so
0: yeah, you need that. But
1: yeah. I do want to help people figure out how to drain their limbs because I, I feel
0: like, like I them. need that, um or like, go get. have you ever done a lymphatic drainage massage before where you go somewhere and it's good?
1: Oh, there's a lot of good ones. The problem is with lymphatic massaging, which there, there isn't a problem getting them. The problem is they don't fix anything. Mm. Once you get a lymphatic massage, you're going to love it so much, you're going to want to get them all the time because your body, the reason why you're having an issue with your lymphatic system is because your filtration system is broken.
0: Yeah, back so to just detoxifying it's really just our digestive. Broken. Yeah. Oh, it's so to- everything goes back to that. Okay, it what really about... Does. um? hair thinning or weak nails. I know a lot of women are struggling with the hair loss now and thinning and just feeling like they don't have any volume.
1: Cause I'm telling you, it's because people are on high protein diets. Oh, that's so crazy. It's great. And because people aren't getting enough silica. Which What's silica is a very important, uh, mineral that you need to have in your body in order for your nails and your hair to grow thick. And you okay. get that in your fruit and your vegetables, but people don't eat that anymore. You know, it's like- They're, li- they're limiting it or, li- yeah. They're limiting it because everybody's so dogmatic. Everybody wants to say, oh, well, it's just the meat products. Or I just, or I need to be a vegan. No, We like, just need I'm a good
0: balance. It. It's so nuts.
1: About balance. Isn't that all life is though?
0: Yeah. No, I know.
1: <laughs> you know, life is really just about trying to find your own personal balance. And that's in anything.
0: Totally. It's no. it's our food system does make it hard though. We have to just take control of it and analyze it ourselves. What about yeah. allergies? A lot of people suffer with allergies, whether it's seasonal or whatnot. Again, I guess back to the mucus, it causes a lot of mucus and drainage.
1: Uh, the allergies are strep infection. Mm. And the um, same your, to the
0: acne. So it's like
1: it's all the same because wow. it starts here uh-huh. and it goes. This is all attached. It's all one. If everybody thinks that it's, it's, it's our body runs as a system. So, so you're saying your
0: out- system is attached to our digestive and everything. Yeah.
1: Oh, your tongue. You can tell everything by your tongue. Your oh, I've heard this to too. Tongue. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell everything by your tongue. Cracks and yeah. your tongue. And it, your body is just one organism. It's not, it's not separate. So when you start hyper focusing on, oh, okay, well, this is uh, insulin resistance. I got diabetes. You don't have diabetes because your pancreas. You have diabetes because your filtration system is completely off. Yeah. And it's and sometimes it happens from birth because you yeah. can pass that on to your kids. Yeah. So it's important to, uh, kind of understand those things and how it works. Cause one thing is a huge problem for a lot of issues. I used to have such severe allergies that I used to have to get, mind you, I am a non-pharmaceutical person. Yeah. But how bad my, my allergies were. I had to get a steroid. Wow. That's how bad they were. I would look like quasi-puddle. <laughs> uh, it was so I really bad. I used to cry. <laughs> I, it was, I would get styes in my eye and, Sties oh, are just gosh. another form of stress. Yeah, yeah. They're just your immune system's low; can't fight for you.
0: That's crazy. So All right, nice. so back to the same list of things we've talked about for this too.
1: If you do have allergies, though, you can take peppermint, lavender, and lemon oil, and oh. put it in a cap, like a vegetable capsule. Mm. It'll, it'll. I learned that at the very end of my journey with dealing with um, allergies. So if I do get an allergy, I just, I pop one of those. You could actually get them from Dutera. They have it already made for you. Oh, okay. It's a capsule with lemon, peppermint, and lavender. Wow. Okay. They work so yeah. well together. And if you have any allergies, like that will knock it out real fast. Oh. Sorry. But if you have a chronic issue, then you have a chronic stroke infection or staph infection.
0: And that goes back and to you- your gut and just clearing everything out. And yeah.
1: You just with need, or about, like, people just um, need to do
0: yeah. What about sunscreen? I, I, I feel like oh, this is another hot topic that people, you know, their feathers get ruffled. I feel like sunscreen is one of the biggest scams we've been taught. And I, I don't know.
1: It is. It's, it's, you know, they, they tell you not to go in the tanning beds, but the tanning bed is not the problem. The tanning, the reason people get cancer is because you're baking chemicals into your skin mm. and you're, in your skin is your largest organ. Yeah. On the outside of your body, your skin takes the brunt of everything. And then you're going to go bake it in the sun. So, yeah. the most important thing you can do is allow the sun to not have a barrier to penetrate your natural cell process. Don't put anything, like even if you have makeup on, take your makeup off, allow your face to sit in the sun yeah. and have it like natural, beautiful dance that the sun does to your skin. And then you, you, you throw on lotion and, and, and all this other stuff. Like I get that we have, there's, there's good stuff to use though. Like for me, I use coconut oil in the shower. I don't have to use lotion ever. Mm, yeah. Rub your body with the coconut oil and then get out and then and wipe yourself down. And, yeah. and you're great. The thing is, is that, that doesn't create a barrier that blocks the sun. Why would you want to block the sun? That yeah. is your natural way of telling you to get out of the sun yeah burn it means okay you've had a little too much yeah you know what i mean but we sit there and go whatever son you don't know what you're talking about stuff and then it says well i'm that's gonna go into your body it's gonna go into your bloodstream
0: yeah i know a lot of the sunscreens um are just straight poison (laughs) i mean i know they have like more natural options now and there are better ones and you know, I might use a little bit if we're going to be in the sun for five, six hours at the beach, but the people that are using sunscreen day in and day out, it's crazy to me. Absolutely. Dude, I was
1: in Florida last year around April and I was in the sun for three days straight. I was so tan. Skin looked real nice. Yeah, and I didn't use an ounce of sunscreen. I was in there literally from 11. We were there till five. Amazing. I was crispy, but I was not, it was, it, it didn't feel like
0: a burn peel. Situation.
1: A burn. No, yeah. I had no burn. I was like, I mean, I was red. Don't get me wrong. I was in the sun longer than the sun was like, you should be in it. But my body, I don't ever put sunscreen on my skin. Yeah, I mean, because I've, Well,
0: I've also heard that like, if you're, you're super healthy, so like you're right. so healthy. So you can handle being in the sun where someone who's super unhealthy, they go in the sun, they're going to burn, which is, and this is where it goes back to you knowing yourself. Yeah. And back to the whole system is like rigged.
1: <laughs> it's like It really is all rigged. And it yeah. really just goes back into, you know, in the spirituality world that I see that's happening right now, um, that I think is beautiful is it's trying to bring everybody back to this place of what do you think? Yeah. Critical thinking is gone think?
0: and we need to bring it back. Yeah, core What does your body say? We
1: all have this beautiful intuition that's built into us that we have completely gaslit. Yeah. We don't even know ourselves. Yeah. We are a species species with amnesia. We don't know anything about who we are. We don't know what we're here for. We don't know anything. And that is very sad.
0: I know there's a lot of people that are just listening to the media or celebrities and just following suit. They're doing a I'm going to do a You follow people when you don't know who
1: you are. When you don't know who you are, you're looking for a leader. Yeah. When you are the leader already.
0: Yeah. When you it's have like the true. answers within for yourself, I love that. Okay, truth. I want to hit up some of these Instagram questions we got. Okay. Um, so, one person asked, How do you find your calm and stay there with kids?
1: It's like, what do you mean? Like, I'm not, though. <laughs> you <laughs> you like, I'm not calm. You seem pretty chill. I've had to work on it. Okay. Over the past few years, I have a lot of patience that I've had to build. Mm -hmm. I did not grow up that way I had a lot of anger and a lot of just frustration and I was a very disassociated mother for a very long time so I had to bring myself into a really deep parental awareness with my kids and to stop and not react Mm -hmm. um it's very hard to do I mean I'm just barely doing it myself now but as far as the calm I just I have my moments like everybody else, you know, I wasn't calling yesterday. and about to get my period. So I'm like, Hey, everybody, my period's coming. Beware. You know what I mean? <laughs> Literally wow. I do an announcement because I want my kids to also be very open to my cycle. And my daughter's going to have a cycle soon. And I want the boys to be very comfortable with their wives one day having a cycle.
0: Totally. I want
1: it to be something constantly talked about. My husband's very good about talking about it too. He's like, how are you doing? How's your period? Where are you at this month? Mm. Are you ovulating? He knows how to treat me. Yeah. Based off my period. Yeah. Like the other day he was like, oh man, you're grumpy today. And he goes, what? And I go, yeah, I'm going to get my period in two days. He goes, oh, I thought you had a week left. He goes, that makes so much sense. Like he just knows now, you know? And it's so um, smart to talk about
0: that kind of stuff with our husbands, boyfriends, whatever. Absolutely. Because
1: they don't know. I mean, even a lot of women no, don't. don't know. <laughs> They will love you so much more because they understand that you work off a system, yeah. a system that is not you. It's how you're built. Yeah. So when they understand, like, okay, my baby needs a little bit more loving. Yeah. This, this week, she needs more, more rest. I'm gonna tell her. I'm gonna take on a little bit more responsibility in the home so right. she can actually have that time and that rest. Yeah, take. Because I take on. Yeah, I take a lot of loads on when. Um, you know, I'm in my ovulation stage. I was going to
0: say when we're ovulating or getting close oh, to, we have off. all that energy. We don't want to eat as much like exactly. sexual energy, like all the energy. And then it is completely <laughs> different on the flip side.
1: Absolutely. You just feel better. You're just moving different. And you think that they can't tell. The thing is, is they can tell something's off. They just doesn't, they just don't know there's a pattern here. They don't know that there's a system that's working because you don't know there's a system. Yeah. When you know, your system and you educate them on your system then they know how to love you properly.
0: Totally. I also feel like you do such a good job of just including your family in your health journey, and they probably yeah. get it way better than most people. So it's just, you have to just kind of, you know, you're doing yeah. it as a
1: family. Yeah, still learning. My kids are, you know, I'm not strict with my kids. I want them to come to their own awareness. But what I do is I educate. Yeah. When they're eating something that I don't approve of, I say, Hey, I just want you to understand why I don't like this product or what this product does to your body. I just want you to understand that. Eat it if you want, but just understand this is what happens when you eat it too much. Like my, my third, he keeps getting heartburn. I go, well, maybe well, this do, probably do this it's, or oh, this. Yeah. yeah. I go, do you think it's probably those hot Cheetos that you just love so yeah. much? I think it's right though. Like
0: even like my, you know, when my kids were younger, we talked a lot about like the different dyes and the candies and the red forties and this and that. The other day, my little one who's seven came up to me and he said, "Well, I'm going to throw this candy away, but I'm going to eat this one piece because it's white." And I, it was, it was because he was thinking of all the dyes. Not that that white piece was good to eat. So important. No, that's important. They listen. They absorb. They might not care as much as we do, obviously, because they're kids. But it matters. So I love that. It
1: absolutely matters. Your kids listen to you more than you think they do.
0: Totally. And
1: this is how they build their belief system.
0: Yeah. And they're watching you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you want them to trust themselves. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think you should eat that? Like, does that make you feel good? Mm -hmm. I don't know, mom. I think when I eat that, okay, well, let's put that in your journal. I don't feel good when I eat this. Now, if you want to eat it, now you know exactly how you're going to feel after. And there's no guessing. Yeah. So as far as the calmness though, uh, I'm not all the time, but, (laughs) uh, my kids are, I, we are very, um, open here. Yeah. There's no secrets. There's no nothing here. I I lay it all out on the line. Like I still walk around my house nude. Like uh, my 14 year old is like, he has his own space. He does his own thing, but like, I'm not going to, I'm a woman and I am just this is my home. You know what I mean? So, like, I just feel like being open so your kids find their own boundaries. Like, my son never comes in when I'm naked. He never, if I happen to be around the house when he's home and I'm walking around in my underwear, he goes straight to his room. He has his own boundaries. And I think letting your kids learn those kinds of things are so important. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they can have their own personal system, what they're okay with.
0: Yeah. So I love that. Um, another person asked, how do you get the flat tummy? I think you talked about this a little bit throughout the episode, but is there
1: anything? If there isn't someone... a quick fix. There isn't a quick fix for it. But uh, the one thing I would say is if you can get spirulina, chaga and your vitamin C and, to and those. Just, clean yeah. your system, just clean your system out and then uh, cut out anything that's in a box, anything yeah. that has got oh, the hard part. <laughs> right? It Okay, here's the thing. The, the thing is, is People are emotionally attached to their food. Yeah, you know, because emotion that that's another aspect to your healing journey is you got to understand why you eat that way, mm-hmm. and why you don't think your body deserves something better.
0: Yeah, you know, like and emotional doing eating, that, or they say comfort food, or yeah, and, and it it's is
1: comforting. Also, like
0: yeah, where a lot of like o- Oreos and things like that actually make you addicted. So, why so- are you
1: comforted with those types of foods? Yeah. Those are questions you should like you ask yourself. Yeah. Why do you like feeling like this? Usually it's a survival mechanism within us because we have these feelings of not wanting to be uh on an empty stomach. Mm. So comfort food provides a heavy tummy and full tummy for a longer period of time, makes you feel safe. Mm-hmm. You know, those are types of things that you know people need to look at. You need to ask yourself, like, like for me, I ask myself, why do I need to have this coffee every day? Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. So, I mean, just being aware to ask yourself questions yeah, it's some deep thinking that most don't want to do. It's hard. I get And I get it. I get it. I didn't want to do it either, you know, yeah. but uh, at some point you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So do you want to live a life that's open to any possibilities? Cause you're so healthy. You could do whatever the hell you want to, the, to, to, yeah. to, to, to eighty, 80, yeah. 90, or do you want to be sitting in a hospital bed in a hospice? Ugh, I know it's so you know, true. it's our I see a lot of my parents generation um sick yeah my parents are one of them they look terrible mm. they say it I'm on a, a journey with my dad right now my dad wants to get healthier and so I, we started very small awesome. and we just heard a couple of days ago that he was able to get off his high blood pressure medicine wow. because of his amazing like the benefits of like turmeric and curcumin yeah, took uh, down so much of his inflammation. So he was able to get off three different medications because of that. And I was so proud of him because mm-hmm. my dad was, he's only 67 and he looks like he's in his eighties. Yeah. And I, he didn't know what to do. And I said, let's reverse it. It's possible. Yeah.
0: It absolutely it's- is at any age. I, I, I absolutely. Food medicine, food is medicine. I it love it. Yeah. Okay. Last question, yeah. you know, all this health stuff. Can be overwhelming, even for someone like me who loves it and wants to do all the things. For someone that's new to it and they're just getting started and they're starting to learn about everything we talked about and then some. What what would you say is a good place to start? Ultimately, I, that's I would a follow. Really hard question for you. Yeah, <laughs>
1: you know, I was thinking, actually thinking about it last night because I, I just kind of skimmed over everything um, last yeah. night. But this one stuck with me because I was like, where would someone start? Cause I don't like overwhelming people, but I think the easiest thing I can say is follow your curiosity. Mm. So start with maybe, okay, what's bothering you the most? Cause obviously there's something that's bothering you deep dive into good brand companies. Uh, what's happening in your tummy, like whatever, just follow a curious part of you that wants to understand why this is happening I want to do a couple segments on how to create a budget and all that stuff, which I will do. And that's another thing you can do is just give yourself a small budget of where you can start when you need to buy your supplements or yeah, really. If it can get really up,
0: expensive for sure. Look, at
1: it. totally expensive. Okay, yeah. like crazy. I will purchase vitamins over a new outfit. So <laughs> I have a lot of. I don't, yeah, me I have a lot of yeah, I have a lot of supplements because I'm very like interested in it but there are people that aren't so if you're not interested in it then take 50 dollars, go to the grocery store buy garlic thyme and celery juice start there celery on an empty stomach garlic in the afternoon crush it toss it and then at night sip on your thyme tea just mm. start at those three things then let's move on to another three things so start yeah. slow and then like i said stay curious your own experience because wow. I can't I can't tell you where to begin but I can tell you you already know where to begin
0: yeah I love that I'll also say a lot of people are still not eating organic and non-gmo they're still not filtering their water and to me those are like basic water is huge. If you're buying tomatoes that are not organic
1: stop right now <laughs> like that is yeah. like baseline look at it- I know it's sad and it's scary and it's crazy that we have to pay so much more money for organic foods, yep. but really, uh, but do you want to pay the, for it
0: now or do you want to pay for it later with exactly. cancer and other exactly. issues and
1: weight gain and yeah. So you literally don't need to have insurance if, <laughs> if you learn how to eat. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe if you something bad happens, like you have a car accident or something, something. but you don't need it for like the emergency room. You don't need it for that kind of stuff. Pharmaceutical health is not going to heal you. It's not going to help you. It's just gonna put a band-aid over everything. So I think the best place to start, like I said, is just following that curiosity and trying only doing three things at a time. Do them in three increments. Mm -hmm. And once you've nailed those down ritualistically and you've kind of given yourself a program like, okay, for two weeks, I'm going to see how this makes me feel. Write it down. Okay. Well, I like how this gonna, this makes me feel. I'm going to keep doing it. Okay. Let's add three more things into my, and mm-hmm. just, I know that sounds crazy and it sounds like a lot of work, but, uh, so if someone but wants to start what tra- separates
0: the weak from the strong, I'm just, yeah. Right. I know. Get that willpower going. If someone you know, wants to start tracking change, how long do you typically track before going? It's working. It's not working.
1: I give three months, 90 days.
0: three months. Okay. I like yes, that. Don't ever,
1: ever think you're going to see results before then in the most full way. Yeah. Like- this is similar to like, give it a hundred days. Like I feel like In anything
0: you do, they're like, give it a hundred days, give it a hundred days. So it's like the same thing. It's the same.
1: You can't really, and here's the thing is it's not necessarily that you need that long. It's the consistency that you're willing to give yourself. Mm -hmm. These things take, people don't love uh, supplements because they think they don't work. Well, the reason why they don't work is two reasons. One, you're not consistently taking them. Mm -hmm. And two, you're not taking the right amount of dosage Mm -hmm. because the recommended amount of dosage that's on the bottle isn't always what you actually need. Yeah, most vitamins and most minerals and and all that stuff you can take a pretty good high amount of them, yeah. especially if you're depleted. I was if you're depleted say especially the first
0: couple of weeks, like you talked about earlier, yeah. it's giving your body that boost it needs has been craving for years, probably.
1: Oh, oh my, my god! Goodness. Everybody's yeah. body is thirsty. Like everybody is thirsty right now. You know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> As you're drinking no. your water, I love it.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm thirsty uh, too. Yeah, uh,
0: I'm definitely gonna go back and listen to this whole episode because this was so. Also,
1: what is I that? carry these little I carry these I buy a lot of these little cups yeah and, and you carry or, your supplements and out? I carry it around the house throughout the day and I just take them a couple of them and I toss them back and then I put them to the side and then I'll yeah. that way you're not shoving vitamins down your throat all day but you're taking them throughout the day and this is just my daily allotment so like I know this is what I need to take in a day
0: That's smart especially so for just, people that struggle with that that's really yeah. smart
1: yeah and I just I think they're cute. You know, it's just like a it's little, little tiny <laughs> teacup <laughs> so funny I'm just like these are cute I'm gonna bring I buy that. I go to the thrift store all the time and I sift through the little things just for my like tinctures and stuff but yeah um and, and you know a good thing too if you can't afford it you can make all your stuff
0: yeah you do that too a lot on your Instagram so tell everybody mm-hmm. where can they follow you follow along with your health journey and learn more
1: yeah well, I pretty much just post on Instagram right now on the Light Gypsy. Um, I do have a YouTube that I'm gonna start using. It's called the Wild Herb. Ooh. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can find me on there under Candice Ugage and then the Wild Herb. Um there's nothing on there yet, so I'm just kind of processing. I'm writing things down and organizing like how I wanna break down. Yeah. I don't want to overwhelm people, you know, because I yeah. feel like it's extremely overwhelming, especially of nowhere. You don't know where you're I see so many women, girl, right now, that are just struggling with so many things. My DMs are so packed full. I can't answer them. Oh, I'm
0: sure because you oh, I don't know. You spread so much info on your social that keeps us interested, but then it does bring up a lot of questions. I've messaged yes. you myself and been like, Yes, I love girl, it. I love Explain it. this more because yeah. I even I'm
1: confused. Right? It, it, it is confusing and I love sharing. I just can't get to everybody. So I'd like to like take a consensus of people's questions and then just break things down in like categories. So I'm in the process of doing all that stuff for everyone and um do a little YouTube channel just just I love that. so people have support, you know. I don't know what else to do with this information. I just I use it for myself and I just feel like it's like maybe I'm gatekeeping. So I just sometimes I get like in a ADD mindset or you know where I'm just like
0: there is a lot, and you know so much, and you've educated yourself on so much. It's a lot, but we love hearing about it. So I'm excited for that YouTube. Yeah, podcast. I'm excited.
1: I know I said that last time, but the holidays kind of got crazy. So this year is me putting back into the community that I love so much and that I, I feel deserved. That. Yeah, well, I love everybody. You, may we
0: all take that little tidbit with us today that we give a little bit back to our community. I love that. Aww, thank you so much thank for coming can on, Candace. I love chatting. I do too. Anytime, dude. Oh, Just anytime that. you want to chat. Yeah. Okay. okay, good. Bye. Bye.